0: Welcome to a podcast for Redefined Sisters. We are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel. Our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of God and live in community with one another.
1: Welcome back to the Redefined Sisters podcast. To begin, we have a fun question. Like always, what is your favorite family tradition or memory that you have experienced growing up or have started with your own children? Jordan, you're up. Oh, that
0: is a good question. So we have started the tradition of just being together and having a really relaxing day. And really getting into watching some movies on Christmas Eve and something that my husband and I started together is originally we started watching the Hobbit trilogy on Christmas Eve. And that night we'll watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation while we eat some snacks and wrap the presents. And on Christmas Day, we like to watch the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy together while the kids just run around playing and we have a big breakfast and then we kind of just pick at that and snack all day and I make a nice dinner on Christmas night. And for our family, our extended family is always welcome to come visit. Our door is always open for them, but we have made it a point to just really stay home and enjoy each other on Christmas Day the last couple of years. And it's been amazing, but this year my husband actually works Christmas Day. So we are definitely going to have to change it up a bit. How about you, Emily?
1: That sounds really fun. Yeah, you'll probably have to change it up a little bit this year. But creating those special memories are really important.
0: It's, it's been really nice. We like what we've been doing the last couple years. And I feel like it makes us enjoy it more and also our kids because we're not hauling all of our kids all over the place. And I think the first time that we moved when we were a couple hours away, it really helped us set that tone.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed growing up, gathering together with extended family for Christmas dinner. And afterwards, we had a white elephant gift exchange. And it was always fun to see who ended up with a random and seriously out of the box present. Um, Because my aunt has a lot of humor in that way. So um, she always made a point to by the gift. that <laughs> was completely out of the box. So as a family, we enjoy decking the halls of our home together and baking Christmas cookies, surprising one another with stocking stuffers leading up to Christmas. We've also been uh, enjoying lighting our Advent candles and working through engaging daily activities to help our son Ben learn how to reflect on the birth of Christ as a family and prepare our hearts and home for Christmas. So we have these advent cards and it goes through each day of December. And there's like an activity that you can do with him as well. So it's just a really fun way to help him learn. I
0: love that so much. The white elephant gift has to be like the funniest
1: thing at a Christmas party. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I always enjoy doing that with my friends, too.
0: (laughs) I love that idea so much. And Ben is just such a sweetheart. Can I just say that? Like, Ben is just such a little cutie patootie. So I can only imagine him with the holiday spirit. It's just so cute.
1: Yeah, he loves it just as much as I do. He's a mini-me, for sure, so... (laughs) He definitely is. (laughs) (laughs) Well... We are beginning a new series, Emmanuel, God With Us, Advent Reflections. Um, We plan to press pause on our monthly reading calendar, but we will continue our live studies together to dig deeper and prepare for the birth of Christ in our Facebook discipleship community. We hope you'll head over there. During the month of December, be sure to check out the Advent Reflections and devotional guide that we'll be sharing soon, included For those in our community, or you may purchase this in our store, you can use code PODCAST10 during the holiday season. This week, join us for a beautiful conversation over Luke 1 in our first Advent reflection written by my beautiful co-host, Jordan. Will you please walk us through what you wrote for our community?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So ladies, I will actually have the verses in our description box but we will be discussing joy and the verses to cover are Hebrews chapter 12 verses one and two Galatians chapter five verse 22 John chapter 15 verses nine through 17 Philippians chapter four verse four and Psalm chapter 51 verse 12 and What is something that you find joy in? It could be music, social media, movies, your kids, your pets, decorating. There are so many options to find joy. Most of us find joy often in very quick materialistic items. Those things can be gone in a flash. What would we do? What would we find joy in? Our minds are always circling for the next thing to find happiness in, when our true happiness should be coming from Christ. Within the book of Romans, God will fill us with joy and peace, and he is the one to find true joy in, not just in this season, but always. Christ spoke everything into existence, the ocean, sunsets, animals, the entire universe, and you. Yes, you. You were chosen. You were chosen for his kingdom. The amount of joy that comes from knowing that he chose us, sister, for this kingdom is such an amazing thing. Today, sit in prayer and speak to him to show you true joy. Speak to him with what's on your mind and dive into scripture that is currently
1: listed below. Yeah, that was really beautiful. You're such a gifted writer. I really enjoyed reading that this week. Thank
0: you, and I hope it helps one of you ladies that are listening or that are within our Facebook community, because sometimes just seeing it written down can be more of an eye-opener.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, pour a cup of coffee or tea, grab your journal, and join us as we continue this series. This will be perfect for any woman. Listen along anytime, anywhere. I, Emily, will be your host, joined by my dear friend, Jordan. Hi, ladies. She is also the co-founder of Redefined Sisters. Thank you for the gracious support, sister. And we would love it if you could subscribe to this podcast so we can reach more women with the hope of the gospel, because that is truly why we exist. Before we dive into this episode, we want to hear your story. If this is a difficult season for you, please let us know how we can support you through prayer. And we have a prayer coordinator that would love to pray with you. So what you can do is email our team, hello at redefinesisters.com and share with us. We would love to hear from you. This will also Uh, give you a chance to win our special giveaway, a free admission ticket to our upcoming women's conference in the spring of 2024. And keep your eyes peeled for that because we will be sharing about that soon and also how you can register for that. Lastly, a couple of great resources from our last few episodes to familiarize yourself with is netbible.org and blueletterbible.org, which is Jordan's personal favorite. My personal favorite is BibleRef.com. We will link these in the description box for you ladies. Now let's turn to Luke chapter one, but before we dive in, let's gain a deeper understanding of the context of Luke. So the writer was most likely Luke, a Gentile follower of Christ and physician who traveled with the apostle Paul. The text is addressed to Theophilus. In Greek, that means one who loves God, written about 59 to 63 AD, which means after death and likely took place in Israel. Although the gospel's events contain evidence of a broader historical and geographical context. And you can see these in Luke chapter 1, verse 5, Luke chapter 2, verse 1, and then also in verse 2 of chapter 2. So, As we turn to chapter one, you'll see this word have been fulfilled, depending on your translation. And that is the Greek plero, which means fill up, render full, or complete, or accomplish. And Zacharias comes from the Hebrew root zakar, meaning to remember. So names in the Bible are really important. They really help us understand context and what is going on here. And Elizabeth, her name, Elisheba, in Hebrew means God is my oath. So as you can see, it's very important. So let's walk through some of the verses together. So I'm going to start in verses one through four. In as much as many have undertaken to compile an account of the things accomplished among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. It seemed fitting for me as well, having investigated everything carefully from the beginning, to write it out for you in consecutive order, most excellent, Theophilus, so that you may know the exact truth about the things you have been taught. And then I'm going to go down to verses 5 through 10. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. They were both righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both advanced in years. And I think this is a very important statement because it'll... Orient your theology in the right way, because they were both righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in the commandments and requirements, but they had no child. Um, and so this is a very important statement to take note of. So verse eight, now it happened that while he was performing his priestly service before God in the appointed order of his division, According to the custom of the priestly office, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were in prayer outside at the hour of the incense offering. We will go to verses 11 through 14. And an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing to the right of the altar of incense. Zacharias was troubled when he saw the angel and fear gripped him. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your petition has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will give him the name John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. And Now we are going to go to verses 26 through 38. I do encourage you to read the whole chapter yourself. Jordan and I are actually reading through the book of Luke. We didn't plan this, but we've actually done this separately. And so it's kind of cool to see the Lord orchestrate that. But we encourage you to read through the whole book of Luke. You can read one to two chapters a day, and that will get you to Christmas. If you miss a day, that's okay, because there's a little bit of flexibility there. So we just encourage you to uh, dig deep into the book of Luke in this season, because we can't go through all the verses in the podcast, because that would be a lot to read. So we just encourage you to do that on your own time. So, verse 26, and then we'll read through verse 38. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement and kept wondering what kind of salutation this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and for that reason the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who is called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, behold, the bond slave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So as you can picture, this would be a very scary time. Mary's actually engaged to Joseph, right? And so through the power of the Holy Spirit, she will become pregnant. And having to explain this to her fiance would be very difficult um, because he you know, had planned to divorce her quietly until an angel of the Lord appeared to him. So you can understand all the emotions and feelings that Mary is going through, but you see her faith and um, just agreeing with what the Lord has spoke to her that is going to happen. She has very much a heart of service and devotion and obedience to the Lord. And I think that's very beautiful to see. And we're going to read through verses 39 through 56. And I think it's really cool how Elizabeth is pregnant and then Mary will become pregnant, but this is actually Mary's cousin. So it's interesting that she goes and visits Elizabeth and it probably helps her process all of the things that she is going through personally. So I think that is why relationship with women is so important to help you process and just Try to grasp what the Lord is doing in your life can be hard. But when you are surrounded by women, it's an incredible blessing. So now at this time, Mary arose and went in a hurry to the hill country to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. And actually what we're going through this week, Luke 1, and what we went through last week. And 1 Samuel actually fits together because we talked about Hannah's song, and then this is Mary's song of praise as well. So I think it's just very beautiful to see these two kind of together and how the Lord kind of directed us to Luke 1. And Mary said, my soul exalts the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he has regard for the humble state of his bondslay For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and has exalted those who are humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty handed. He has given help to Israel, his servant, in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. And Mary stayed with her about three months and then returned to her home. So, as I was reading, some of the things that really stood out to me would be prayer in verse 10, faith in verses 37 through 38. God's mercy in verses 50, 54, 57, and then 68 through 79. These just really captured my heart. In the book of Luke, we also see other themes, salvation, the role of the Holy Spirit and prayer, like I said before. It's just incredible to read through this and um, see what God is doing in the life of his people So our redefined definition is blessing is the abundant life offered to us in Christ, enriched by God the Father, and sustained through the power of the Spirit. The abundance offered to us is eternal life, a loving relationship that has saved and redeemed our broken lives. Our response is living in right fellowship with God through a lifestyle of faith, obedience, and prayer. So how can we keep Christ the center this Christmas season? My pastor has a saying that instead of focusing on the task and checking that off the list, we need to be in the presence of God first so we can have the heart posture of Jesus as we go about our daily lives. It's important to just be before we do. And Jordan, if you want to read some verses and passages over prayer, faith, and God's mercy, that would be great. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So we are first going to turn to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer, in supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Next, we're going to turn to Romans chapter 12, verse 12. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be consistent in prayer. Next, we are going to read the entire thing of Hebrews 11 because it is so good that I couldn't pick a specific verse. god condemning him by accepting his gifts and through his faith though he died he still speaks by faith enoch was taken up so that he could not see death and he was not found because god has taken him now before he was taken he was condemned as having pleased god and without faith it is impossible to please him for whoever would draw near to god must believe that he exists, and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir to the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called out to go to a place that he was to receive As an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself received poor to conceive, then she was past the age. When he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it is said, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. By faith, Isaac invoked the future blessings on Jacob and Eshu. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated by the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasure and subsistence. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt for when he was looking for the reward. By faith, when he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land, but the Egyptians, when they were attempted to do the same, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days by faith, Rahab, the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient, but because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, jephthah of David and Samuel, and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness became mighty in war put foreign armies to flight women received back their dead by resurrection some were tortured refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment they were stoned and were saw into they were killed with a sword they went about the skins of sheep and goats destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains, and in dens and the caves of the earth. For all these were commended through their faith and did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us they would not be made perfect." That was a long one. I apologize ladies, but Hebrews 11 is so good when we are discussing faith. So we are going to go to Lamentations chapter 3 verse 22. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Next we're going to turn to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. But God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us. And lastly, we are going to turn to First Timothy chapter one, verse 16, but I received mercy for this reason that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. And Emily, would you like to go over our application points?
1: Yes, absolutely. So the first would be, how can you focus on the birth of Jesus and his love for you this Christmas season? Secondly, what practical steps of faith can you take to remember that God is with you in this season? And in case you need a beautiful reminder, Jesus is ready to receive you with open arms, sister. And this is something we do in our discipleship community, but we would love to end our time in prayer as we just lift you ladies up to the Lord. So um, let us pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for each and every single woman listening to this podcast. We pray you would increase their faith, their joy, and their hope in you in this season, that no matter what they are walking through, you would remind them that you are Emmanuel. You are with them, you love them, and you want to walk alongside them. I thank you and give you all the praise this day. In Jesus' name, amen. So thanks for joining us, ladies. We hope you will delight in the presence of Jesus this Christmas season with us. As we read through scripture together, a new episode will be released bi-weekly. Enjoy a bright and merry December. Bye. Bye, ladies.
0: for listening to continue the conversation with us join our free membership community at wwwfacebookcom groups sisters. we cannot wait to connect with you